Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert and I'm part of the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing different techniques and tips and practices to help you lower the stress in your life. Because you know what? Stress is not good. Now today I have Lavina Quillam. And she is a life coach and author. And what she does is she helps women to love their body and their lives. So welcome, Lavina. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. And we're doing the Canada to, what is it, Australia? Yes, Sydney, Australia. (laughs) Nice. Now, what inspired you to do the work that you're doing now? Because my body was chronic fatigue and I had my illnesses and Graves' disease and I wanted to fight it and love my body, love my life. I didn't realize I was going to go on this journey. And as a result of going on the journey by forcing to look after myself and reducing my stress, once I overcame it or learned strategies and loving my life now, I wanted to give back to, you know, women and the community of the way and the pathway that led me able to do it in, in the process. Now, did you experience burnout? You said you mentioned that you had health issues. Yeah. That's pretty nasty stuff, isn't it? It was, yeah. Now, what were the steps that you took to change your life around? So, because I was like bedridden uh, for years and had really zero energy and I was very much didn't want to um, make any changes. I was like, oh, this will pass, this will change. But when it didn't, I had to listen to my body and the tools that really took me, which was a very hard one to really feel into the feelings, the emotions there. I was very much in denial, numbing with other things and to really breathe in and to listen and to communicate took me many many years to be honest and to really go to every part of my body and asking it you know how is it feeling what message does it have for me what does it need and actually follow through on the simplest things and, and just do that rinse and repeat every single day that I that I still do today. Wow and what are the practices that you use to reduce the stress in your life? So breathing. So for me, I still do it throughout the day. And I, especially during COVID times, it was people didn't like it because they're probably assuming I was breathing on them. But it was just for me to relax. So even throughout the day, I would just stop, take a really deep breath. Um, no matter where I am, what I'm doing, um, that really you know helps me. I think that's number one. Also going into nature, walking, movement was was a big one, especially when you have no energy and chronic fatigue. I feel like it's counterproductive. You don't want to move, but I really, you know, force my body like in a loving way to move the way that it wants to move. And I felt better. Um, and I always ask myself, how would I feel afterwards? And I knew I would feel more energized. So whatever movement, you know, feels right was always good. Speaking to another person, writing down my feelings, screaming it out, crying, uh, you know, massages, all the things. But also just being with myself, I feel like I spent um, a lot of time alone to listen to my body's communication. Well, I find too, when you are experiencing burnout and fatigue, you really 
are not in the mood for communication with others. And, you know, I know for myself, it has affected my relationships and just any relationships, whether it was work or whether it was family, partners, you know, it was like, I was a little hard to deal with at the time because I just didn't have the energy to even converse. Now, for someone that's listening now and they are experiencing stress, what are the steps that you would recommend they take? So the first step I would recommend is having awareness. So not, you know, um, beating ourselves up or just saying that, okay, admitting that this is, you know, a bit of a, this is what we have as the issue and therefore what can we do about it and how can we make steps to understand it? I feel like understanding our body and just going, you know, really, um, you know, acknowledging it to our body and, you know, maybe forgive our body for what we might have mistreated or not really put it first, like put other people first and have that boundary of, well, you know, it's my responsibility, it's my life, and now I'm going to take care of my body as if it's, you know, a precious animal or a child and I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to honour myself no matter how hard it is, no matter how long this journey takes and really listen to its messages and go, you know, what is it that I that I need and what can I provide it and ask for support. I feel like that's a big one that I didn't do. And looking back, I people wanted to support me, but I just didn't want to ask. Like as you said, you don't want to, you know, converse, you don't want to communicate to people. But looking back in hindsight, you know, really asking for support is absolutely number big, is is number one. If people don't want to give that support, there is always people out there that that want to support us whatever way that they can. Now you mentioned forgiving yourself. Do you have any ways of forgiving yourself? Is there like a little ritual that you do or? Um, no, I just like say to myself, I, I forgive you. Um, and I write down, you know, what I want forgiveness to be like. Because for me, forgiveness was tough. I think at the beginning, I felt like I had permission that I didn't want to forgive and and you don't have to, and that I didn't like it. And I even wrote that. I was like, I don't like how I'm feeling, body. don't know why you're doing this to me. So I was very honest with it. Now, when it looks at forgiveness, I see my body in its highest light, how I want my body to function, how I want my body to move. And I feel like that is a way of forgiving it by giving it, you know, good self-care. So, you know, really giving it quality vitamins, organic produce, balance of food, also fun. I feel like that was more a practical thing was the forgiveness. And yeah. It almost sounds like a visualization too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Now, when you mentioned breathing, so it's just taking a deep breath and just relaxing. Are there any other practice that you do? Do you have like a morning practice that you that you do? Yeah, so for me, that's why I wake up early. Like I love the morning time because it's very peaceful and this is a time where I just do what I want for myself. So whatever makes my body happy, whether it's dancing. So every morning it's different. I like to pump my circulation so I go on the rebounder. I'll listen to nice music. I'll listen to an inspirational video, educational video. I'll listen to something funny, upbeat, dancing, um, go for that walk, just whatever I need for about three hours every morning. It's just my time. It's whatever, you know, give myself a you know, massage, just anything that will bring me back to my body's communication and love. And, and it's a great way to start the day. And as we know, the day unfolds um, magically and, and sometimes not so good. But I had that energy, that boost and, you know, rejuvenation in the morning. Whereas if other people are at nighttime, they like to do nighttime practice, that's good as well. But for the morning, I just love it. It's just a, you know, good boost of, of the day. Yeah. Actually, I just did a thing on 
creating that morning routine because you are going from that subconscious sleep. And if you jump into the news or jump into the stress of the world, it's like you're putting your mind into that. What is it? The freeze flight or um, what's it? Yeah. Yeah. Just you're bringing that stress right into your body from a subconscious Mm -hmm. level. And people don't realize how easily that can be done. Like just checking your phone and seeing, Mm -hmm. you know, there's an earthquake here or there's this war going on there. And your body or your mind doesn't know that you're not there. It's still trying to protect you, believing that you might be there and that you are in danger. Now, you mentioned that you are an author. Could you talk a little bit about the book? Yeah, so that book inspired me. So it was very much my life experiences and what I went through and the hardships that I experienced. I feel like I experienced it over a span of my life, but especially the past seven years or eight years where everything fell apart. It was my health. It was my friendship. It was... Uh, my driving ability. It was absolutely everything that um, went, especially my health majority and, you know, that bedridden time. And I talked about my real experience. So I feel like so people could relate to it. And also the 108 tools that I use. I use a lot of tools and what I did to get me over the line and, and really get me through them, them seven years that were very, very difficult, I feel. And that's how I've come up with so many um, of the best because it was probably more to, to get me through it. Now, you mentioned 108 tools. Can you share your top 10? <laughs> oh, top 10. I love it. There's so many. Um, so, yeah, which was part of the body scared and connecting to my needs. That's definitely one. And, and the breathing. Also, the third one was that asking for support, asking for help. Um, at the very end, I, I did that. I got support group and Four was building that community, the intimacy that was missing. So I feel like going on adventures, speaking to the community, really bringing ourselves out to be of service was was a bit difficult and challenging, but it was good. And also focusing on, okay, the feelings, that was one, you know, really being honor, honest and, you know, naming the emotions and communications that we're feeling every day, but then changing the flip side in terms of, okay, this is happening. Where was a good memory or good feeling that I have felt in my life and really bringing that forward intentionally and going, okay, what is the flip side of this situation? What is it teaching me? What is it learning to me? Because looking back, I didn't love myself. I didn't love my body, but now I do. So it was great. It was bittersweet. It was a big journey, but I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. Um, so that was important. Also, just laying grass. I feel like that was a big thing for me. I spent a lot of time out in nature just laying down. A lot of people asked me if I was okay. I was like, not really, but I will be. Um, you know, really laying down there was was really, really important. Um, also, again, you know, spending time alone, but also asking people what I need and fulfilling what I need within myself. The big one for me was just going into like a shower and a bath and being intentional in terms of what I'm releasing and what I'm letting go and, and seeing that, you know, as a set of visualisation. Um with the water but for me I can't visualize so I don't call it visualization I can't say anything I'm a I can feel I can't um actually visualize as a little kid I always thought I was I was dumb because I can't see um visually when I close my eyes is absolutely um blank that was a beautiful practice also just like getting good quality herbs and vitamins and really getting my health with naturopaths the diet that was massive like going from a junk food addict basically to really eating healthy. Every meal I add vegetables, protein, fat, 
have a good balance, but also I, I like eating the pleasurable foods as well. I feel like that's been a big part of my life um, up until now. And also just, you know, really being patient. I feel like that has been still a journey that I'm still going on in terms of, you know, really just being patient with my body and understanding that it's nervous, it's overwhelmed, and it's okay, like as we would speak to a little child or a kid that is upset, like we would just be really patient and go, you can feel the way that you need to feel for as long as you need to feel it and to really learn to go, well, I have to accept my life and it's like if I can accept it and take responsibility, I can change it for the better and knowing that what is the flip side to this? Like what is the best possible solution and infinite possibilities that could come from it and, and writing it down every day, what are the infinite possibilities that I want for myself and for the world, the best case scenario, and really just, you know, go into that. Yeah, that's amazing. And what I'm hearing too is like just taking that inventory of how you feel now and accepting how you feel now. Like that's the big thing. And I love what you said too, like taking that responsibility rather than a lot of us tend to make excuses as well. And we don't do the things that we know would make us feel better. But we always have, you know, I've heard all the excuses. I don't have the time. I'm too busy, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? When you step back and you start doing some of these practices, the difference is amazing. And I know that for myself. Like even when I start getting all wound up with the techie world, I have to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) One of those things, it's like if I continue down this rabbit hole, something's going to (laughs) break. So I understand you have a free Facebook group. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so it's called Sacred Body, Logical Minds and Heart-Centered Beings. And the reason why I named it was that there needs to be a balance. I feel, um, you know, in the community, people either dismiss logic, dismiss ego, or either just heart-centered. And I feel like we need to have a really good balance of both. Both are very, very important in our lives. And that's where I want to bring it back to the body and the balance of the mind too, and also, you know, connecting to a heart, of course, but also, you know, logically, tangibly, what can we do to change? Because, yes, people make excuses and you don't feel like it. And even one of my people in my world who I'm, you know, going through, she has kidney failure and still doesn't want to look after herself. So it's a, you know, a big, big job. So we need to also look at the the logical mind as well and have the practices and how we can really, you know, anchor it all and, and, and be it all, not just one half of the equation. Absolutely. Well, we're going to wrap this up. So what are the words of wisdom from Lavina that they can leave with? For me, the big one is when you do look after yourself, you can go on so many adventures. The payoff is that you can really live the life that you want and really feel like, feel like there's people feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel and you won't feel any better, but you will feel better and you can live the life of your dreams with no regrets. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you coming on to the show today and wonderful information. Thank you for having me. Now, when you are listening or watching this, wherever you're watching or listening this, her links will be everywhere. So if you have any questions, please feel free and reach out and ask your questions. Well, thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to 
stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.